The viewpoint and opinion shared on Jerry Unfiltered is a culmination of over 20 years of personal experiential knowledge and research into the unification of science and consciousness known as quantum morphogenetic physics, which is a paradigm-shifting, disruptive science not taught in the mainstream public educational systems. The intention of Jerry Unfiltered is simple, to awaken, to be aware, and to be able to reclaim the original perpetual life celestial human potential. We have a major surprise for everyone today. Welcome to Jerry Unfiltered. And can you believe that it's two years? It's been two years since I've been doing this thing. And today, I'm very, very excited to share with you uh, a guest that I can actually start to call a star family, Jenny McCarthy Wahlberg. Jenny, how are you? I'm great. Happy anniversary. I know. Is it crazy? It is. It goes by fast, doesn't it? It does go by fast. And to be honest with you, I don't don't know how much longer I'm going to do this, but we'll see. <laughs> you know, are you enjoying it? That's the key. No, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And and it is my passion. So, you know, that's one good thing. But uh let's start with, you know, what is your passion, Jenny? Like what what fuels you these days? Because, you know, if everyone is uh not aware or if you're just coming out of living out of a rock, Jenny uh is uh quite uh, out there, you know, in the <laughs> industry. I mean, she's a and wife, mentally. mother, yeah, mentally. <laughs> uh, wife, mother, uh, author, I mean, film, TV, you name it. But what fuels you today? What is your passion, Jenny? You know, I would say not much has changed in terms of passion since I can remember, because just being uh, a young girl growing up on the South side of Chicago with not much money, um, I was a dreamer, but I was also really into entertaining people, making them feel good, making them laugh, um, not trying to show people not to take things so seriously. You got to laugh that childlike humor is so healthy, but also a real truth teller. Like if I were to pick one, especially over the last 20, so 20, 30 years, I would say, you know, getting to the bottom of things, finding the truth. And not only that, I have this insatiable need to just spill it. Just tell everybody (laughs) as much as I possibly can, whether it's the good, bad, or the ugly, you know what I mean? Government secrets to, you know, you name it. Don't tell me your secret because I will tell everybody. (laughs) Love it. Love it. So you're saying much, you know, so Jenny today is not far from Jenny, you know, back uh, growing up in uh, Chicago, Chicago. right? Not not much at all. You know, when I think about um, myself back in those days, when Mm -hmm. I was a little girl growing up in Chicago, I went to Catholic school. My dad worked three jobs to put us through Catholic schools. Poor guy. Mm-hmm. What a sucker. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I'm grateful that I had that experience, but it's also funny to look back on it because how many times I kind of got in trouble for questioning the nuns. Right. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, okay, that doesn't make sense. You're telling me that babies who are not baptized, who did nothing wrong, are going to be floating in this place called limbo? Are they like bouncing off a wall like Pong? Like, you know, this was me going, this doesn't make any sense. And then hell was a whole other story for me. 12 years of Catholic school. I'm like, what do you mean we burn in a pit of fire? Once you melt, you melt. How do you keep burning like these just insane you know ideologies rules if you Mm. will that um found me in the principal's office a lot (laughs) (laughs) so much so and my parents you know 
they're wonderful. Mm. Um, I love them to, to pieces and they, and they tried, you know, I just didn't fit into very many proper pegs, if you will. So I went to college and um, tell me if I go on too long because I can. No. Okay. So I went to college and I initially wanted to be a special ed teacher. Mm -hmm. And then I transitioned to wanting to be a nurse. And those two things come in handy later on, as you'll (laughs) see. So in college, it was the first time I kind of discovered drugs, but not the cocaine kind of drugs. Right. The kind of the fun, you know. I was got into Pink Floyd, The Doors. Mm. I mean, I wanted to find the door and run through it. I just, I, I just loved the idea of um, uncover again, more uncovering. Like I'd right. look up in the sky and be like, "There's got to be more," you know. There's got to be more to this, this reality that I'm in. Mm. So I started taking acid. Nice. And not only did I start taking acid, I turned into, and not many people know this, I turned into kind of a um, a tour guide. That was my job <laughs> on the weekend. So I was so broke in college oh my God. that I was, I offered five, you have to pay me five bucks and right. I would take you on a trip. So I'd have about 20 to 30 people each weekend. Mm. I guess you would call it almost a shaman, if you will, because I would know how to <laughs> calm people down if they start freaking out or try peeling oh, their skin up. I just, I could read energy. It was very oh. bizarre, but I would go to parties back in college and I'd be like, this is what's going on in your life. And la, 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 la. like there was something about <laughs> me and a love of energy, you know, <laughs> but I would smoke weed. I would sell shake. I eventually had police come knocking on my door um, after my second year of college um, because I was creating um, fake parking passes for freshmen and selling to them for 50 bucks. I needed money. I had no, my parents couldn't afford college. And then I realized, you know what, maybe this is, these are signs Mm. that I'm not supposed to actually be in college that I'm supposed to maybe be fulfilling something else. Mm. So I went home and sat on my waterbed, which was very depressing, and and thought, you know, why not give it a go with my other dream, which was mm. to kind of be in Hollywood, make people laugh. I wasn't even quite sure. I wanted to be a little bit of Oprah. I used to right. pretend to be Oprah in my basement. And then I'd also want to be Laverne and Shirley or Lucille nice. Ball. It was a little mix of like both of those things. So um I opened up the yellow pages and found some businesses and sent my picture out and uh, they all rejected me pretty much. No, Mm -hmm. they pretty much did except for Playboy. Mm -hmm. So Playboy, if you can believe it, and this Catholic girl that went through 12 years of Catholic school, I've got aunts that are nuns, uncles that are priests. (laughs) I knew shit was going to hit the fucking fan. Okay. Right. right. Excuse my French people. So, 12 years of Catholic school for that, that mouth. So I, I had this innate knowing though of going, no, this is the right path. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a nude model, right. I, you know, but this is, I'm $20,000 in debt from school. I, I have no other place except to, you know, maybe date the guy that owns a tanning spa down the street right. or get in the car and drive to California. And so I did that. I drove to California, and in my first week, and you'll love this, my first week, I found out that I lived like four buildings down from the Psychic Guy bookshop, and I Mm. walked in. Now, I walked in and saw all these crystals. I've never been in a shop like this before. Crystals and books and you name it. And I felt like I was home. Like, I realized I'm going to be a frequency junkie. Mm-hmm. from this point on like a sponge so i went into the store and i started reading my very first books were on channeling and near-death experiences i was addicted to near-death experience books stories you name it because to me it was like oh my god those people had a glimpse a true not only glimpse an ex- full experience yeah. on what it's like to be on the other side so when i heard your story i was like 
Oh, you can only imagine. I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to find him in a corner someday and listen yeah. to me, but I've listened to as much as you could tell, tell already. Right. So I, I dove into channeling books, um, near death experiences. I started, I found uh, a group of Indians, native American Indians that had this sweat lodge that they did every Monday. No way. And for 10 years, for 10 whole years, I went every Monday and sweat with them. Really? Cherokee tribe. Wonderful. His name's Wolf. Hmm. Anyone's in California has sweat with him. He still does it. And um, it was, it was wonderful. So I continued my journey into hmm. kind of expansion, consciousness from, you know, the hallucinogenic drugs in college and then to more, you know, any kind of other modalities I could find. I'm right there with you. Right. And um, loving all, all of it. And whenever I found the new next thing, I would give it a try, you know, uh, discernment. I didn't have much of early on, but I had this, I still had an amazing intuition. Like I, I think I had an, I was born with the ability to smell shit, bullshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do. I absolutely do. <laughs> and just even to this day, even with my son, you know, mm. that was the next transition of my, I call it awakening, my big boom, my big Jenny bang. Yes. Okay. Big Jenny bang was when I found out my son was diagnosed with autism. Mm -hmm. That's when shit really hit the fan. Um, especially because the doctors were like, you know, there's nothing you can do. He's not going to talk. He's going to be institutionalized. I was oh, like, buddy, you don't know me. Right. You don't know what I'm about to do. Like, I'm going to do everything I can. And I remember having this conversation, God source, you name it. And I just mm. said, show me the way like you've been doing, like show me paths and help me heal him. And I will teach the world mm -hmm. how I did it. I won't shut up, Right. but I don't want to bring people down false paths. Right. Either. You know, these right. are, these are families that are so in pain and using mm. every dollar to treat their kids. I know. So I spent, you know, many years okay. uh, healing Evan. But the day after he was diagnosed, I went online and started doing a little bit of research and mm. found out the seizures that he had right after his MMR. Sure. We're triggering autism in many other thousands of families. Right. Right. And oh, in true. that moment, I'm not kidding. I felt a lightning bolt hit me hmm. like the one I'm wearing. <laughs> I'm wearing a lightning bolt, people. If you're only watching audio, you're missing out. <laughs> and it hit it hit me like like I really got struck by lightning. Right. I was in my chair and went like. <gasps> and in that instant, I saw like my future. I saw my past. I saw Evan's future. I saw Evan's past. It's like it all came into this moment of my purpose. Nice. nice. I was like, whoa. Like people are looking for their purpose their whole lives. And I believe we have many purposes in our lives. This was the grand one that I know I signed up for. Mm -hmm. I know that my questioning Catholicism early on right, right. would allow me to question yeah. the medical beliefs, you know, that we were, I, I you know, know. Yeah. beat up to believe. Exactly. And so, you know, the next thing was like, okay, can't, do I have the will to go fight the government? Do I have the will to go fight big pharma? Cause people have gotten killed before, you know, people have gotten <laughs> fired, shamed, canceled, yeah. you name it. Yeah. And, um, I had a conversation with myself and the answer was, yes, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am willing it, to, right? you know what, if that's the hill I need to die on, at least yeah. a big fucking hill. Oh yeah. You know, love it. And um, I, the, my kind of the moment was when I was on Oprah. When it when I can feel the shift happening. Mm -hmm. In in I remember Oprah going. We have to do this show live because censors, big pharma, you name it, right. they're going to try to shut this show down. So it was on live, and I could literally feel I was vibrating with 
this new um, awakening mm-hmm. with like, and confirmation for all these parents that were watching. Right. You know, it was shifting them in that moment going, I'm not crazy. This right. happened to my child also. Mm-hmm. And, you know, life has never been the same since then. And there has been some dark times. There has mm. been, I've been fired from over 14 jobs. Mm. I've lost a shit ton of money. I've lost friends. I lost relatives. I lost, and I would do it all again in a second. Nice. Yeah. Nice. In a, a freaking second. So now my journey still continues, but it's now on a more of a self-improvement. I've been doing a shit ton of like getting myself my vibration as high as possible i'm like how can i raise my vibration i just want to be a you know a a beacon right i want to be a node i want to be a powerful node (laughs) (laughs) no that's amazing um first of all i mean so you you know the first aha awakening moment right that you you shared uh Tell me like whatever, what happened after that, like after that point in your life, you know, you're, you decided to just, you know, people think you're nuts. Do they, do they think you're absolutely crazy? Like, you know, about the whole, you know, let's say the jab uh, thing, right? I'm sure they must've went nuts on you. I mean, so nuts between death threats Mm. and like I said, losing jobs. Um, Uh People come up to me on the street calling me crazy. People starting fights with me. Um, Even so much as a visit Mm. from a, I can't really say who it was because I don't know who the person's person's name is anymore, but he came um, and found me and said, listen, I just want you to know this is where that deep state shit comes in. It's right, freaky, right. you know. He said, I just want you to know I was approached to be hired to um, create this enormous campaign against mm-hmm. you. And they're going to label you as an anti-vaxxer. Mm-hmm. And I started laughing because this is before the term even came around. And I right. said, anti-vaxxer, I go, how could that be when I gave my son all the vaccines. Right. Like usually you'd have to be like completely against it. I go, and I've never said it. I've always said, you know, we need to do more research. We need to improve it. There's a bunch of freaking garbage in these shots mm. that are making our kids sick. Right. Not like let's end it forever. So I said, they, they can't use that term. And he said, listen, I'm not here to argue with you. I'm just, I, I actually agree with you, which is why I turned down the job. But they're coming for you mm-hmm. and they're going to they're going to fight you hard and you might just start saving because right. you could be sued. You could never work again. They're going to try to disparage you in any way possible. And mm-hmm. they tried. Right. And they did. They came out. There was the headlines where she's anti-vaxxer and la, 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 la. Right. And it is interesting now to watch what has taken place exactly. in the last few years because the amount of people that now come up to me or the messages I get that say, I owe you an apology. I'm sorry. And um, I'm right there with you because now they're calling me an anti-vaxxer. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I just don't want to get the third shot. No, I'm an anti-vaxxer. You know? right. So people are now starting to um, have their own awakening, you know, right. um, 20 years after mine. So like, so your consciousness through that time, I mean, it, it's almost like, you were like a time traveler from the future, went back there and, you know, you actually stood up for what you felt was, was true. But like, even to, in today's world, like, how is your consciousness, like how, where are you in terms of consciousness wise? Are you ready to walk through a Stargate? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, let me just tell you, I, I am just beginning to mm-hmm. educate myself and right. on, on, on this next level of Stargates and I'm in love with it all. I am literally like just the, and, and this is the mind blowing part, Dr. Jer is the why, why the closed system? Like this is where my going down the rabbit hole of like, God damn it. I want to know why this happened and how it happened and how we get out of it. And what happens if we don't? And 
Right. Well, remember, you know, uh, you know, for the for the viewers and listeners that that don't know, uh, I would say back in 2009, it was about 2009. You know, I was part of, you know, group, and everyone knows, uh, consciousness group, and and the head person who I will not name. I mean, 2009, she was like, yeah, someone in Hollywood in that industry is going to get it consciousness wise. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. No way. And that is you. And that's why I call you the time traveler because <laughs> <laughs> no. And, and our, our stories, uh, very similar. Right. And, you know, today talking to you today, like, you know, of course we all know who you are, but, and we've heard of your story, but you know, not many people know that your level of consciousness is so high for all of you motherfuckers out there. that don't think so. <laughs> it is very high oscillating. And, you know, I, I don't even know, how did we even meet? How did we even get, uh, how did our paths align? Do you even know? Cause I, I believe there was a pass through it's it maybe an autism thing years ago but the um the rasha was purchased by a dear friend of mine jb hanley mm, okay gotcha, yeah. and he and it was so interesting because he's like don't mind the noise in the background that's the rasha and i was like well what is that he said oh it's a frequency a scalar energy that's all he got out i hung up on him right went online and was like <laughs> And then I was walking around the house going, Johnny, I need the Russian now. <laughs> oh my God. That's so because funny. in my house, you know, I've done everything you could up to that. Like yeah. I've got pyramids, I've got copper pyramids, you lay sure. it, you put everywhere. Um, any type of rife wannabe machine, right? Or going, you know, you name it, you got know. It. But then this mm -hmm. the the Rasha resonated mm -hmm. with me big time. And I was like, oh, this this is next interesting and like how do you feel like what 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 are some of the notable shifts that you've that you've noticed within your own consciousness um lately okay well there's two things one thing i want to mention is um you know when i first got the machine i was told you know you got to wait to do source spiral which is on there because, you yeah. know, you can have a reaction afterwards. You have to build yourself up to it. So Maddie leaves. And the first thing I do is source spiral because <laughs> I'm one of those crazy people. You know right. what I mean? I'm like, oh, no, I want to feel it. I want to yeah. feel it. Yeah. I literally got out of the chair and was like, oh, like I it, it was a cross between like I was born again, mm -hmm. my brain went through a, a washer and dryer, like uh, yep. filtration. Yep. And the energy was like, uh, I can't explain it. It was, I was really high. Yeah. I was, but I was almost too high. My body couldn't even handle it because I was bouncing off the wall, even at like three o'clock in the morning. Right. <laughs> so I went back and did things properly. Right. And, you know, it's so true about how the machine and you start to have to develop this relationship, of course, you know. Yeah. And I, it speaks to me. It yeah. literally speaks to me and tells me where I should go, what I should do next. And, of course, I started with things like stress relaxing, which works wonders. Right. Um, insomnia. Right. Um, because I've had, you know, one of the things, now that we're all friends, everybody that's listening, um, one of the things that buzz, bugs me is to, that I'm even on any pharmaceuticals because I hate fucking big pharma so much. Mm -hmm. And I have to take sleeping pills. And I'm like, I want to get off of them so right. badly. So being on the Rasha, I started using it off the sleeping pills. I'm like so freaking grateful and happy about that. Then my allergies are bad. I started doing it for allergies. Unfreaking better than Allegra times a million. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like sometimes you you never know if it's going to take a few sessions. And it yeah. does. Sometimes takes a few sessions. Allergies, boom, one. I'm there. Yeah. But the real bread and butter, the real love that I have for this and my personal relationship with it are all the... Um, you know, frequencies that allow me to raise my consciousness. You know, it's like, I, I want to, I want to 
I, I keep saying I want to be there. And that's not necessarily the spiritual way of saying it because you're already there. You're in the present moment. You're in now. All we have yeah. is now. Yes, I know. All we have is now. <laughs> but <laughs> anything that I can do right. to um, live on this planet while I'm here in the most optimal timeline with the most optimal working body mm. and that I can be of service to others. You know, whether it's I'm explaining it, showing it, sharing it, or just being it in this lifetime. Right. That's my goal. You, you know, the thing is, and that's that's amazing. Jenny, the thing is, the Rasha just unlocked what is already there in you. Like you were you were talking about it, like you know, you know, even back in the college days, you were you were seeking that, you were seeking answers to uncover the truth. But you know, the Rasha just amplified what was already in you. Are you with me? So, yeah. I mean, it's a testament to who you are and, you know, and, and what you're doing. So that's amazing. Oh, has, that's Don, cool. has Donnie tried it? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. It's so fun because even if you have no idea what the Rasha is, what the right. Rasha does, it is interesting to watch people get it, like, and feel it. Donnie has fallen in love with it. Like he'll sometimes, like, finally, I finally got the table. To go with the chair. Oh, you mean the the water bladder? That yes, way? yes, oh, yes. That's a that's a pain, kind of like filling up, ain't it? I ha I literally after this, if my dog doesn't do something, I have to go and fill it up. We're like we have a date with a garden hose afterwards. Oh my god, that's funny. But um, he loves it. He talks about it all the time. Good. He's, yeah. Good. Good. And my good. son, my son also digs it. Really? Yeah, yeah. You know, he um, it took him a hot minute, but your advice about um, just allowing the headphones to be on the chair. Yep. Was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny because yeah, I mean, when we do, when we do the medical missions in the Philippines, I had to learn like, you know, some of the kids didn't even want like the sound. So I just like, we played games with them. Right. But yeah, I mean, it, it took a, it took a hot hour actually <laughs> when I was there to learn from experience, but yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad Evan digs it, you know? Can I ask you a question while I got you on the Rasha and yeah. stuff? So the, the, there's a um, a song that's for plants. And is that, it says plants, correct? Yep. Mm -hmm. And and is that for like, do I have to bring the plants in the room? Okay, so a few things. Um, you can bring the plant uh, in the room. Doesn't, you know, if it's, if it's in the house, it's fine, right? But what's the purpose? Like if you, if you are say, in the marijuana business and you wanted to increase your yield by like a thousand percent, you would take the seeds and you would imprint the seeds with the plant frequencies. But if you already have a plant, like you're just saying, and uh, you wanted to like, I'm a big aloe guy. So I have like thousand aloe plants in my house. Okay. I, I, I literally, they're around right when I play the frequencies in the Rasha. So they're, they're getting it through the scalar field. But if they're sick, if your plants are sick or you want it to grow, just, you know, encrypt it. Okay. That's awesome. Cause I have those towers to grow your own vegetables. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, do I shimmy the whole tower in that room with it? Well, but well, I mean, is it, is it in the house? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Uh, depending on how far it is, Jenny, I mean, I would do, hmm, that's a good question because I, I, I don't move my plants. I just, they're all over my house. And they just bathe in the scalar frequencies. Okay. However, I have taken like seeds, you know, like seeds of a plant and I've imprinted them and, and I've planted it. And then I've taken regular seeds. You know, I'm a nerd. So I'm, I just want to experiment to see which, which exactly, <laughs> which grew faster and the ones that were increased imprinted with the plant frequency not just the plant frequencies jenny you can imprint any of the frequencies that you have onto your plants any of them consciousness uh stress relief relaxation oh, you're right you're right right it's not just plants plants we just i was just tinkering with that but you can use any frequency yeah oh that's gonna be fun you want to hear something and, and i'll and i'll here's a little nugget for you yeah please you can take let's say mm, your face cream or whatever spray you use on your face you can literally imprint it with 
I don't know, some of the, you know, frequencies that you choose into your makeup, your sprays, and you could spray it on your face or your body. Okay. So you're saying that I could take like my emu oil and imprint it yep. with reverse aging? 1000%. Oh my God. That's so good. 1000%. <laughs> I have people, listen to me. I have people I, that I won't name that, you know, they, they, they own like a tequila company <laughs> and they're like, yeah, can we imprint uh, liquor, alcohol? I'm like, you sure can. <laughs> well, you're right. I would imagine you can probably imprint anything. 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 Oh, my gosh. That's so exciting. Yeah. I mean, because I want the most nutrients, the most light out of each plant that I'm getting. I'm, like, literally addicted yeah. to this. No, no. Amazing. Yeah. So, uh, gosh. I mean, yeah. So, I mean. And you could so do dogs and animals? Well, I thought we were going to... Okay. Uh, okay. Well, I'll talk about my dog. Okay. Okay. okay yeah. Yeah. Yes. 1000%. I'll give you an example. I had a... Uh, I love dogs. I have a lot of animals. All animals. I don't take my animals to the fucking vet. Those <laughs> those are guys... Those people are butchers. They're butchers. They're like, oh, let's see uh, all the bad pharmaceuticals from China. We'll use in... in we'll give them to all the vets. And uh, believe me... I am my own vet. I the Rasha is the is the is the scalar energy vet for my animals. Okay. Wow. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. And so I mean, I guess I don't really take my dogs. I just have a holistic vet. Okay. Because um better. My last dog prior to um the family I have now of pets, um, if you can believe it, you know, we was forced to get a rabies shot because right. The dog was traveling with me, and yeah. it's by law you're supposed to have one. Wound up getting seizures and oh. dying. And I was like, okay, <sighs> do I need any one or thing else to tell me <laughs> that yeah. I I was like, I can't have my son and my beloved pet both yeah. be injured, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you can use the Rasha on your on your animals. Okay, 1, that's great. That's good to know. One thousand percent. Yeah. And I will say this to anyone that's going for their Russia or want to get one someday is that the healing of the past of your past trauma stuff is essential. You know, it's and and you've got great songs to for them. But I will say, like going in and, and healing the past is the only way to kind of move forward in the most optimal place you can be spoken as a true time traveler. That's a bad time traveler, <laughs> but you're right. 1000%, you know, yeah, that, that emotional drama is, is key. And, you know, I mean, the people, for people that are, you know, just listening to this and are like, you know, Hmm, interesting, you know, not sure what you guys are talking about, but it resonates with you. Then, you know, do your due diligence. I always say, don't even, don't ever believe a word I say. You know, you got to do your research as you do, right? And as most people should do. But um, yeah, I mean, it's look. more fun that way, isn't it? To, to, because I mean, when I first started hearing about um, the Russian stuff, it's like no one gave me a, you know, paint by numbers. I had to dive in and actually do the work to dis of discovery. Yep. And to me, that's the most fun way to learn. And that's allows you to have moments of discernment. You know what I mean? Of seeing if something resonates with you. I mean, and this did. And, and that's what you just talked about is about self-empowerment, man, and self-sovereignty. I mean, that's what normally people should be doing. But geez, I mean, the shit that's going on today. I mean, I, it's just a wonder that we're still around. But uh, it? yeah, you know, it's uh, that's why, you know. I'm very, I'm very excited, you know, moving forward, you know, in the next coming years, what we're going to do to help humanity raise their collective consciousness. And there's a, there's, there's a lot that we're going to do service to humanity, Jenny, and I'd love for you to be part of that. I would. We, we've already discussed this. I would you, love you and more. Donnie, you and Donnie. Okay. A hundred percent. I know? mean, to me, there's no there's no greater thing that you can do than service to others, you know, and I, the law of one, I'm sure, you know, the law of one. Yes. 
um, it was one of the other channeling books that I got into. Mm-hmm. What What is your take on it? Can I ask you since we're um, friends shooting channeling? shit? On the law of one in particular, well, it's channeling, but that particular yeah. channel. No, the closest thing, the closest thing out there, because I'm, I don't really, I've gone into channeling. I know, I understand it completely, researched it, even, you know, new people that do it very close to me that do it, that knew how to do it like right on. Uh, the law of one uh, probably has the least amount of distortions, okay, yes. out there. So I'm saying uh, if you, if any of you out there were to pick up the law of one, it won't harm you. It wouldn't hurt you at all, you know, uh, as long as, you know, you use discernment like you said. I think it's great, you know? You know, because there is that fine line with channeling, you know, yes. that you can, You're if you're an open antenna, you're going to be able to um, possibly be tricked and sucked in by not so great uh, beings. Right. So, which is one of the reasons why I never um, practice channeling, if you will, outwardly right. like that, because I just feel like I don't need to do that. I enjoy reading and learning about it, yes. but I don't want, you know... I already have enough crazies. I don't need any other entity crazies to go with it. <laughs> well, well, that's right. And and you know the thing is, you know, I've never really dealt delved in channeling. That's my dogs. Hey, I guys. love it. I love it. The thing is, you we don't need to channel if you have that connection to your higher self, if you yeah. will, right? To me, and I'm sure people, you know, they're they're really unsure the difference between channeling and download channeling is when you literally are unprotected. Okay. And you allow another entity that is not yourself into the body. So one moment you're like talking, Hey, you doing? And the next moment, you know, there are people out there that literally change voices. They change mannerisms. That's channeling and that's dangerous versus someone that downloads information it's like opening up your email or a dropbox and you just get that intuition you get that knowing totally right yeah of course so yeah i wanted to make sure the listeners understood the difference yeah and 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 if you know how to do it and you're protecting yourself and you think you're great go for it like all by all means for me i was like i don't want any of that i don't even want to take a chance Exactly. I I do connect with my higher self always, you know, I don't let anything go through me. I don't let anything go. They, I I call it like, it's like my bodyguard that stands there like this and like, you got to get through me to get to her, you know? So uh, that's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And people are like, Hey, Hey, how can I do that? And you listen, if you guys are out there and you, you're interested in learning how to do this, you know, research, Yeah. do your due diligence. Don't go chase, you know, masters, gurus or anything like that. Be a self-sovereign, self-empowered being. That's right. And it's easy to be your own guru when you've got life lessons constantly in your face, your partner, your boss, your coworker, your best friend, you know, they're challenging you always to be your own guru. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I've dated a few of those disasters. (laughs) I dated those demons. (laughs) But but the the funny thing is, and it's funny because I can talk from experience. I mean, we've all have, we've all have, you know, you know, been there and, you know, unfortunately, or fortunately, because you learn from your mistakes and you learn from whatever type of life lesson relationship you learn from that. So, totally. You know. Have you ever, speaking of like channeling and weird shit, have you ever seen people like kind of morph physically? Um, even if it's when they're drunk, sometimes that's the easiest one to see. You know, it's almost like, and I don't want to get dive into this, but like even Will Smith, when he was accepting the Oscar, you can see his like, his face like morphing it's interesting to watch how people sometimes i think have an entity attachment of some sort and you can see their faces become somebody else it's so wild to me unless i sometimes i think i'm the only one that could see it but i'm like oh my god their face is changing yeah no i mean it you know not just in channeling but yeah i've i've met people that literally shifted you know in in 
the process of channeling, but not just people that are channeling. I've seen people, you know, like you say, people that drink, right? Uh, people that do certain amounts of, uh, let's just say, recreational or some type of, you know, medicines or, or drugs, they shift. And, you know, I've seen that. Yeah. Absolutely. Have you ever seen ghosts or anything? I mean, really? Yeah. I mean, not even just seeing them. You, you, you don't, it's, it's about feel sensing them. And yes. And it's not like I look for it, but for example, if I'm like driving up to Virginia city, right here in Reno, that is a plethora of ghosts and look haunted hotels. So yeah, I mean, and if you understand really what ghosts are, they're not, they're not this evil thing that we were taught in like catechism school. That's evil. They're just stuck. That's right. Right. They're that's, just that's, stuck. They're just on a different radio station. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do I want to like, you know, see them all the time or feel sense them? I protect my fucking feel. So <laughs> I don't, I don't need the extra company. Well, I can tell you a great ghost story if you want to hear one. Absolutely. Give it to me. Okay. So when I was a playmate, they made um, a bunch of playmates go to Hawaii to do some type of like, I don't know, some stupid sports event. Nonetheless, me and like seven of the girls were like, hey, let's find a deserted beach and let's take a shit ton of ecstasy since we've never done it before. Oh and I was like, that sounds amazing because I just left college. Right. And of course, I'm still in the world of exploration. So we go to this deserted beach and we get all this ecstasy. We wind up popping. I think I took five pills my first time. That's how mm. crazy I am. Yeah. So. All of a sudden it kicks in. The moon is full moon. It's beautiful outside. Of course, we start getting crazy. I mean, anyone that would be watching eavesdropping would be in heaven watching mm -hmm. this shit. You know, all these girls on ecstasy. Yeah. Bet. So use your imagination there. But anyways, I say, let's take a walk. Let's let's breathe in nature. Because it was like this forest behind us. Right. So I'm like, let's go. So we're all walking. And of course, we have no clothes on. Or we're just walking through the like this forest area. And all of a sudden I stop and there's this man in front of me and he's holding a baby to me and he's like, like he wants me to take the baby from him. <laughs> and I go, um, you guys, can you, I just want to see if I just took too much ecstasy. Can you see if you see what I see in front of me? They're like a tree. I'm like, no, it's a man. I said, actually, I'm not going to tell you what's going on. Mm. There's a man there. You tell me if you can see what he's doing. They're like, there's no one there. And I literally said the words, let me help you out. I'm going to alter the frequency so you can see it. No way. I'm 20 years old. Yes. And I literally sit there and I go like, I feel like I'm just going to raise their vibration so that they can see it. Right. And I do this thing. And in the same exact second, all the girls go, oh, my God, it's a man holding a baby. No kidding. They all started seeing it. Shit. But then once... We all tuned into that frequency. You turned left and right, and there were fucking ghosts everywhere. And we were Interesting. seeing the same, like, I to a T, I'd be like, what do you see here? And they described the exact same person that I see, and so on and so forth. They eventually got freaked out and ran. Um <laughs> Whereas I continued to say, like, you're stuck. You just need to go to the light. You right, know what right. I mean? Like, I'm there trying to help them in, with my little naked body in 1993. That is an amazing ghost story. <laughs> but, it, but it's interesting how you just said you look to your left and right. Because when you turn 90 degrees or if, you, if you're just looking straight and to 90 degrees to either your left or right, that's already another dimension. If you if you if you if you tuned in, like what you said, if you just tuned into that frequency, um, you'll see you'll see bleed throughs. You'll see you'll see you know. I, I just call them beings, you know. But yeah, ghosts. Yeah, that's fine too. It's fun when you're telling a story, but yeah. absolutely, like, and, and that then it wasn't the end. Like I continued to be able to see stuff after that without having to take, you know, five hits of ecstasy. Right. <laughs> hey, did you ever? Did you ever watch that? Uh, did you ever see that? My all-time 
science fiction series, Jenny. Have you ever watched Fringe? No, but I love the name of it. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's called Fringe, right? Just I'm check it out. Name. Yeah, check it out. Uh, be, besides the acting, which is stellar, the what they are, what they, and I think this is like ten years ago. What they're sharing in terms of information is what we're 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 already that we already know. Really, and how old is the show? I want to say ten years. It was on Fox. It was oh, on wow. Fox. It's called. It was called Fringe. Just look it up. I will. I I promise you, you'll be like, oh, because they talk about parallel universes, other selves. I mean, shit that was like, oh, okay. The, the writers, whoever the writers were, they were tapped in. Oh, for sure. Right? I can't believe how many people in Hollywood get this, whether it's like the dark side feeding them, right. you know, misinformation and stuff like that. But there's also like stuff where like, I'm like, is there a future teller? Like some, some of these writers have either major downloads or some inside scoop. Ab- absolutely. And, yeah. and, you know, whether they're right, whether they're doing, you know, plant medicine, whatever, or, or, or getting downloads, they're getting something because I'm telling you. I'm just, I'm watching this shit. I'm like, wow. And you know what they say? When you want to hide something, they hide it in plain sight, right? That's right. So I'm just like, holy shit. And then there's the whole notion of they have to tell us what they're doing to us before they do it. Yep. And they'll sneak it out in those type of ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Speaking of TV shows, because I'm always looking for stuff that's like parallel university stuff. Yep. Um, did you see the OA? Of course. Oh. Of course. I yeah. love the OA. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, when that first came out, I was like, "What the?" Hell? I'm like, "What's going on here? This is, I mean, incredible." Yeah, and yeah. then I, I was part of the crusade that was like, "How dare you cancel this show?" I called Netflix. I was like, "You can't cancel this show. I need to know what happens." And I, right, I right. learned the movements. I was out of my mind. Oh my you know, God, that's great. What about the other show? Um, I think it was on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. It's like the man in the tower or the man. Uh, have you heard of something like that? Yes. Yes. The man. Uh, the man. You're, the, you're talking about when what, what they're dealing with World War Two and yes. what would happen if Japan. And, yes. Uh, yeah. The man in the high tower. Yes. That's it. Of course. Yes. 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 Okay. Well, if you guys love Parallel Universe stuff, you have to check out those shows. Okay. Here's one for you. Okay. And we're going to. This is. So. Check out, oh God, now I'm getting like a brain fart. No, I know my brain farts constantly. Ready? Uh huh. His Dark Materials. It was on HBO. It was was really a book, it was based on a book. His Dark Materials. Unbelievable series on HBO. And and they're coming back for, hopefully, they come back for a third season. But that's all about, they talk about, um, what is it? I think. They call dark matter like dust, something like that. And it's all about seeing, like using dust to see alternate realities. And they're like literally cutting with a knife, like a like a seam. And you like, you walk. No. Crazy. Yeah. Now you guys <sighs> watch that. You guys watch that. For sure. Yeah. I Those know. are good ones. Now, now we're really like science fiction nerding out. <laughs> totally. But you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> I have a feeling people that might be listening are also these type of nerds. So we're all in it together, people. We are. We are. (laughs) So listen, we have, let's say, 12 minutes left. What do you want to talk about? (laughs) Oh, my God. We were talking about my favorite subject already. Yeah. yeah. Um, Oh, my God. What do we want to talk about? Um, I guess I can ask you questions. Oh, okay. Shoot. Um, Because I read so many books on near-death experiences and thousands, and I mean thousands of hours I watched of uh, near-death experience stories on YouTube and stuff like that. Yes. Um, they they all say they have this overwhelming experience of love, like that just, they, yes. they don't want to go back. Yes. They don't want to go back. Why are some allowed to go back and some aren't? It's all about contracts. It's all about, you know, like work contracts, right? Yeah. So the ones that come back usually have a contract that they remember, meaning, oh, okay, this is why I came into this lifetime, right? 
the ones that leave, like they, they don't come back into body, their contracts are finished, meaning they've completed their contracts. So, And are sometimes people's contracts as simple as I need to be the bad guy in someone's life to help them ascend? Great question. Great question. And there are people that birth in being the, let's say, the reasons or the or the conditions why or someone else would need to learn from them being the aggressor or being an asshole or something like that yes there are they flips i mean because that's what i also find so fascinating too is polarity like we have to have it in order to learn and stuff like that but i was like who are these people that are playing the bad guys are they volunteering or are they did they choose service to um self versus service to others right all along well it flips it's it's and it is about polarity in one lifetime you could be the good guy and in the next lifetime depending on on depending on your contract and what your real path is there'll be a flipping there will be like one one like for instance I know in some of my past incarnations that I was a motherfucker. I was the, I was bad. Right. But it takes, you know, to realize and come to that realization. Wow. I, I wasn't always like this, like in previous lifetimes. So you can understand that it's not just one lifetime. We have multiple thousands of lifetimes. And when you start to remember them, you're like, Oh, Shit. Okay, now I can now I can be a little bit more empathetic to someone like this. You know, I'm not going to just be judgy, right? Because we all judge. Totally. But uh, yeah, that is fascinating. You know, I went and did a um, past life regression. Mm -hmm. Not that I needed it. I was like one that I was felt comfortable. I'm like, I don't. I'm not seeking it. But my um, Reiki. Uh, master teacher, because mm-hmm. I, I learned Reiki level one. Yes. Um, he said, you know, I just started to do passive regression. Could you mind if I used you as a beginner, you know, student? Mm-hmm. And I was like, sure. I don't know if you could hypnotize me or not, but why not? And I did it. And mm-hmm. it was it was really fascinating. Like I went into some past lives where people that are in my life now were playing different parts. Yes. Yes. And I had so much more love and compassion for the shitty things they've done to me in this lifetime because I saw the pain of what through in other lifetimes. It was like just my heart of compassion, just compassion is the word I kept saying. Like I had no more like bad feelings. Not that I did anyways. I'm not one to carry a grudge. Right. But I'll be cautious, you know. Of course. I'll be cautious. But I met them with such love and understanding after this past life regression. I was like, huh, that actually was quite nice. I don't think everyone needs to do it, but what a great tool it would be if we could all remember our freaking past lives. Exactly. And you know what? However you get there, you did past uh, past life regression, you know, or someone, you know, it takes a, a trauma in their life, right? But usually that's what it takes, you know, for us to want to even remotely remember because, you know, I mean, if you could just remember who you are prior to coming into your your mother's womb, that would be a win for me, right? But you know, most people they don't really care, right? So that's that's a whole nother that's a whole nother podcast podcast. It, it really is because I'm always amazed by like how can you not care or people that don't want to remember who they are or find their purpose or I'm I'm just I'm like. I guess that's your path. So I don't judge it, but I'm just amazed. (laughs) Right. And it really boils down to in the end, right? When you're ready to transition, when you're ready to leave this, this earth, are you going to leave it in peace? Like, are you going to leave in peace? First of all, you know, not be in fear. So that's why I'm, I'm a big proponent for preparing, daring to prepare for the greatest journey that you are going to partake since birthing. And that's, the the i call it the organic bardoa transition people call it death but i wouldn't you rather want to know where you're going i mean like you take trips yeah. you book flights internationally when we could travel easier but 
who doesn't prepare for the greatest journey? And like, part of that is remembering. And I believe how you exit also is very important because I don't want to be morphined up. I don't want to be like, I want a, if I could take my physical body and be like, peace out. Yeah. Great. If I couldn't, I don't want that experience to be like I see a lot of people, like just morphined all the way out into the next thing. Right. I mean, like cats, you know, or animals, when they know they're going to, they're going to transition, they'll go off under like a tree and they go, they choose really, unless it's like an accident or something, but we really should start to, you know, prepare and be in charge of when you want to go, right? That's a whole nother level. But, yeah. you know, I, I agree with you. Who wants to be, you know, drugged out? Who wants to, you know, no one wants that. So take, prepare. yeah, prepare, take your whole, you know, path and what you're going to do in your own hands. That's, That's right. That's right. Speaking of preparing, I've also turned into a prepper. I'm a crazy prepper, like my other room. No way. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm I got a big prepper. I'm, I'm a, a big huge prepper. I do canning. I preserve. I like my, you wouldn't even believe what the other side of my house looks like in the basement. It looks, I could have my own TV show just right. doing prepper shit. Nice. I like look for bunkers. I'm like, I follow solar weather myself. I know oh, yes. you do too. <laughs> Or you say one of your, in one of your sessions that you, yeah, yeah. you're like, I follow all the weather. I'm like, so do I. Like, <laughs> I'm, um, and you can feel when there's a, a sun, you know, a sun sneeze, I call yes. them, mm -hmm. the energy. Like, absolutely. It's unbelievable. People can just be like, oh, my phone's acting weird. I'm like, your phone's acting weird. You're acting weird. <laughs> I'm acting weird. You can definitely feel those energies. Oh, yeah. The question is, do, do the rest of the world even know that exists, right? And you can, if you're very, if you're very, if you are, let's say, let's say, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, sensitive, right? Yeah. To energy, you are going to feel those solar sneezes. But, you know, you know, I asked my brother in New Jersey, hey, you, 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 you feel the solar flare? He'll be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Me too. He'd be like, you out of your fucking mind. I said the same thing. Like I'll, I'll call Donnie on set and he'll be on set in New York. And I'm like, did you feel those, you feel those sun sneeze energy? And he's like, what? I'm like, oh, I'm like, no. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta fill him in more. Yeah. It's all right. Look, the big win is at least he's doing the Rasha and, he, and he's, he's on already unlocking, you know, What's oh yeah, there? and his consciousness level. I mean, I wouldn't be with him if he wasn't as awake yep. as he is, and yep. he is. Um, he's also he's also always oscillating high. Like he's a. If you follow him on social media, you can see all he does is spread love. He's yeah. a. He's a node of love. Nice, nice. Well, um, first of all, I know that uh, our time is always uh, almost up right now. So that was so fun. I know, wasn't it? It's, it's yes. like, oh, she is a time, she's a time uh, warper because we, we just, that, that hour went fast. I, um, I just want to thank you, first of all, for joining us and imparting your amazing wisdom. And it was, I'm very, I'm very excited for the listeners to, to hear you and your story and uh, where you're at today in terms yeah. of consciousness and so on and so forth. It's only just begun, people. This is the best chapter, the next chapter, and we're in it together and let's do it. Let's raise the vibration of this planet. Right. So uh, we will raise the oscillation of the planet. And uh, I want to thank everyone for joining us. Jenny, thank you for being here. Thank you so much. And uh, as I say, each and every episode, truth is stranger than fiction but wouldn't you rather live your life in truth than a lie <laughs> amen right. amen thanks everyone thank, thank you jenny thank you so much